Hi, you're listening to the Leadership Advantage podcast with me, Dr. John Kenworthy. The Leadership Advantage ultimately boils down to how you motivate and get people to do things that matter. This isn't some magic trick or silver bullet to instant success, but how you can leverage neuroscience hacks to become a better leader today than you were yesterday. The Leadership Advantage. It's why some leaders thrive, whilst others struggle. Hey there, welcome. This is John, and welcome to another edition of The Leadership Advantage. And this week I want to be talking with you about courage being the root of all freedom. A couple of weeks ago, uh, I did a podcast on the fears of being rejected of being exposed and being vulnerable. These fears that get in the way of our being authentic. And it is difficult to overcome those fears. And one of the ways we overcome is simply through courage. And another that I'll be talking about in a couple of weeks' time is hope. So we've talked about fears that hold us back from being the best selves we can possibly be. Now I want to talk about the things that make you the very best, and that's courage, and then a couple of weeks' time we'll talk about hope. So courage is the root of all freedom. It takes courage to dream big dreams, no matter your past. Whatever the circumstances, whatever other people tell you to do, it takes courage to go after what matters and when the going gets tough and obstacles crop up as they always will it takes courage to press on anytime you go after what you really want your doubts and fears will surface that's just part of the experience you must ignore the voices that say turn back or give up now or this is too hard it is courage that keeps you moving forward So when you think about it, moving forward towards freedom requires daring every step of the way. Daring to dream, daring to begin, daring to keep going and stick with it until you reach your goal. And as you exercise your muscle of daring and courage, you will find freedom on the other side. And it's the sweetness of that, that freedom that is worth the sacrifice it took you to get there. So how do we do this? How do we actually make sure we've got courage? Well, I've got five ways to let your courage set you free. And the first one is don't label yourself with an excuse. It's a don't, I know, I'm sorry. But it's about how you use labels. Be very careful how you use labels on yourself and with other people. If you ever say, I am a weak-willed person, I'm being nice here. Or I'm fearful, or I'm not strong, or I'm not good enough. I'm always unlucky. Or anything similar. You are labelling yourself with a past, possibly true, behaviour. In other words, you have a behaviour and you're using that behaviour to label yourself. You'll do this with other people as well, thinking about them as being lazy, uncooperative, 
unhelpful, for example. Once you begin to believe the label, it becomes you. It controls you. Remember, your tongue is like a small rudder that controls the ship's direction. Speak what you want to be from now on. This isn't namby-pamby positive psychological babble. It's choosing to train your brain to think differently. So rather than label yourself with an excuse, label yourself with what you want to be and speak that. Do the same for other people as well. Step two, make courage a habit. If you had no fear at all, you would be dead. Courageous people are doing something that they fear. Courage, like fear, is a habit of thinking. You can choose to think, I am afraid, therefore I will not. Or you can choose to think, I am afraid, therefore I will do it afraid. Choose the first and you will not do anything. Get bored and eventually become a timid thing hiding in a corner somewhere. Choose the latter and sure, you're going to be afraid. You might even achieve something too. So labelling, being clear about that and making courage a habit. The third thing is the power of the first step. What in the happiness advantage is referred to as the 20-second rule. See, there is only one difficult step to take, and it's the next one. When we're faced with something fearful, two things in our brains cause us to freeze. Your particular response to something fearful, you will trigger your freeze, flight or flight response. That is, you stay still and shrink your body. Dropping your head is common. Or you'll start to run away, or you'll be pumped to fight the threat. How you respond to a situation depends on many factors, but in this modern society, many people freeze, unable to take themselves out of it until the cortisol and the adrenaline pumping through their veins subsides. They just don't do anything. The second reason we freeze is due to overloading our decision-making. We can readily choose between two or three options, but as soon as you add more scenarios, it can quickly overload your prefrontal cortex. You need more energy and oxygen to get moving again. Deep breaths work wonderfully well to achieve this, but quite often what you'll find is when there are many choices, we actually end up procrastinating. And procrastination is not not doing something at all. It's we don't want to give up the options. So we end up doing nothing. The longer you stand there in trepidation, perhaps it's getting on stage, perhaps deciding to take ownership of an error made, the worse it gets. Force yourself to breathe deeply and take action. Take that first step. So we need to be careful about our labels. Have courage and take 
the first step. Then what we want to do is build the pillars. Everyone has been courageous. You've been courageous many, many times. The mo- that moment as a baby when you stood up for the very first time. The time you raised your hand to answer a question in class. When you asked your partner on a date. Hmm, I don't know about you, but I really wouldn't like to have to go through that again. The first time you negotiated with a salesperson. That took courage. Or you drove your car alone for the very first time. That took courage. See, there are many, many firsts in your life. And as you think about them, each one took courage. Write down a list of them. Who helped you believe in you? What encouraged you? How did you know that you had the necessary skills? See, once you've got all of these down, you're going to find a common denominator and you'll begin to realise that you know what motivates you in all of these moments. That final push over the edge. You will know that you can do this again and again and again. So we're careful with our labels. We make courage a habit. We take that first step. We know and recognize the power of the first step. And we build the pillars, knowing that we've done similar things before. We've taken courage and we can now encourage ourselves. And lastly, achievement comes in cans. See, successful people stretch themselves to achieve. Sprinters stretch themselves to be faster than yesterday. Leaders stretch themselves to impact more lives than yesterday. Why? Because they can. Less than successful people say, I can't do this. But achievement doesn't come in can, can'ts. It comes in cans. So there we have it. How do you address any fears that are holding you back from being your very best self? From being who you truly are and who God made you to be? Gave you the gifts to go and impact lives? And it takes courage. That courage that is going to be the route to your freedom. So watch how you label yourself. Make sure that you're labelling yourself with things that are positive. Make courage a habit. Constantly look at ways in which you will be first. It will take courage. You may get hurt, but then you'll achieve something. But you'll only achieve it if you actually do take the first step. And it's always the next step is that single most difficult step. But build on the pillars. Build on your successes of the past and encourage yourself. Remembering that achievement comes in cans. In a couple of weeks' time, we're going to be looking at hope. So when we have hope on top of courage, we can deal with all of those fears that hold us back from being who we truly can be and being the very best person we can be. Have a blessed week.
Hi, you're listening to the Leadership Advantage podcast with me, Dr. John Kenworthy. The Leadership Advantage ultimately boils down to how you motivate and get people to do things that matter. This isn't some magic trick or silver bullet to instant success, but how you can leverage neuroscience hacks to become a better leader today than you were yesterday. The Leadership Advantage. It's why some leaders thrive, whilst others struggle.